Welcome to the podcast. It's Mark and Brian here with you. And before we get into the show, we want to talk about a big thing happening on Halloween, Brian. What's coming this Halloween to Enfield, Connecticut? October 31st, East of the River comic book and collectible show from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the American Legion right here on Route 5 in Enfield, Connecticut. Um, it's going to be a good time. I don't want to say if Right now on the flyer, it says masks are not required if you're vaccinated, but yes. we will have to wait and see how that r- really works out. Um, but other than that, the show is still on. I'm very excited. I will have tons of new stuff. Um, so I don't know, Mark. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for could be the biggest show in the last show of the year it could be and it will be an awesome show it'll be on halloween so i'm assuming it hasn't been announced yet but uh, i would assuming wear your costumes i know brian will be dressed up as a fairy so come check that out it's gonna be great but yeah, what's uh, wrong with that? yeah there's no, no there's no there's no raffles or costume contest no 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 costume contest but you know come dressed to impress it is going to be halloween so uh, I'll be dressed as a comic book nerd, as always. Uh, it's a great comic uh, costume. You're dressed like I, that right now. I know. I'm preparing. I'm warming up. So we'll see you all at the River warming up. Comic and Collectible Show and Route 5 at the American Legion. Be there or, be or not be there. All right. On to the show. I'm not sure if we were breaking off into its own thing or not. Brian didn't tell me what we're doing, so I don't know what's going on. But anyways, this is the show. We're here. We're talking. We're live on the Zoom with Brian and myself. How have you been, Brian? How has your week been? How's things? How are you doing? Why are you talking like William Shatner? I don't know. I felt like it. It's like your first time. You could just like you could just I'm, respond yeah. back and not have a comment. Oh no, I have to have a comment. You don't have to. You oh. can just be like, "Oh hey Brian, or hey Mark, I, I don't even know your name." Week. I have to have a comment. Come on. All right, Mark. Uh, my what are you drinking there? Milk? Is that milk? Oh, lemon water. Oh, okay. lemonade. Ooh, the lemonade variety. Yes. My favorite. Um, it's good. It's good for you. It's good stuff. We're not sponsored by uh, vitamin water at all, but I will promote it. Sugar free. I people uh, know what exclusive. vitamin water is. Yeah, they see it at the gas station. Vitamin B and vitamin C. Good stuff. All, all good the vitamins. You. All the vitamins. All the vitamins. Okay, 
So uh, my week, Marcus, uh, we did see the Suicide Squad, which we we'll talk about at the end of the show. We're going to give our yes. review. Um, yes. For me, this was like, uh, like I went to the movies and I saw Weezer at Foxwoods on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, I am done risk taking. Um, <laughs> that is it for me. And I mean, the movies, let's just say the movies weren't really risk taking. There was probably a total of what ten people in the whole theater. Not much risk going on there. I'm more or less talking about the concert. Okay, I was just say the risk was not on the movie theater side. It's still a risk. It's still a risk. Um, well, because Rocky was there, so that makes sense. Yeah, he's yeah. Yes, he's a risky it, character. I don't Who know what he's been into. Going to try to going to try to issue or do something in the dark dark room. Who knows? Um, you know, so uh. I went to the Foxwoods for a makeup show. Who knows what, show. What, what contraband he has on him. Yeah, for a makeup show. And um, it was an awesome show. It was great. It was just Weezer. Um, and I thought about that because weren't they also, wasn't the hell a mega tour? It's happening right now. Yeah. Like in the area at the same time? Yeah. They played Boston. They played Fenway. That's what I thought. Because I saw that and I was like, oh, I thought Brian said he was going to Foxwoods. Yeah. This was a makeup show. Oh. Uh, that was happened after the mega uh the the, the big tour ah. uh, but they fit it in between new york and boston that and, makes sense yeah it's right in between um so uh i wore a mask uh we wore a mask the whole time we did eat there they didn't have concession they don't sell booze or anything so they put on an hour and a half show yeah it was great um and uh, I would say 90% when I was in the casino area, a lot of people were wearing masks. A lot of people, yeah. which was nice. Um, the concert itself, you had to wear a mask. Um, and like I said, no concession. Yeah. So that was all fine and dandy. Um, so I felt comfortable going, but I still was a little on, you know, it's yeah. kind of like a, a lot of people. Like, the day before, we had seats. So we weren't crowded. Luckily, we were in this row of seats that had nobody behind us and nobody in front of us. Ah. It was near the walking area behind us, so it was great. Yeah, yeah. We ah. only had I only had a family on my left side, um, so it was nice. But um, you know, there's still risks there. So yeah. uh, for me, I like the day before. I was like, oh, should we cancel? I don't know. So I Googled it. I mean, it's also like, a Weezer fan base. It's not like it's, you know, like you're going to see Kid Rock or anything. Weezer fan base is pretty. Mark, it doesn't make any difference. I don't I know, but matters. they're more apt to be vaccinated than other fan bases would be. I guess, but I don't believe that. I don't believe, I don't put, I don't put stock in that theory at all because. I do. Uh, I think people are people and they can like something and still act one way or another. Also, you don't know what the variant right now, what's going on. Um, yeah. It can still affect you if you are vaccinated and it could be nothing or something. We don't know. So it doesn't, doesn't matter. Like rest of life. Yeah. Nothing or something. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me if I was at a Kid Rock show or a Weezer show or well, what. It would matter to me if you were at a Kid Rock show. I'd defriend you. Well, I would never go to a Kid Rock <laughs> Why did you show. Get a Kid Rock show. I don't. You you mentioned Kid Rock. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just a fan base. I'm just saying they're more. I mean, blase um, with their uh, yeah life choices. Um, 
But anyway, this it was like Brian's big week out, and now I'm like, yeah, now you're well, sheltered in. I, in. I, I feel like until these numbers start going back down again, I really have no interest in going back to the theater or doing anything. Yeah, until these numbers are back or back to a comfortable place where they were in the beginning of the summer. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was a great show. Had a great time. We went to the theater. It was great to go there one last time before the end of the year, <laughs> depending on what happens. Or the lockdown re- resumes. Um, uh, and then also I did finally watch Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix, and it was so good. I watched it yesterday. Um, I actually, like, I watched that, and then I watched the Back to the Future um, movies, movies, yes, movies that made us. Movies that made us. I knew that story, so it was very boring to me. It well, was more yeah, interesting, I mean, but yeah. I mean, it didn't. It's more of the know. common. It's more of the more one of the more common stories that if yeah. you're into those movies of that time frame, you know, it was good story behind. But yeah, yeah it was good it was for still, what it was. You know, you got to cover it. It's like you know, yeah, you're gonna um, do it a. a show called movies that made us you kind of have to do a back to the future episode oh yeah so i did watch that that was yeah. good um and like you said i mean this was kind of a slow week i did i had a great comic book pull and i was going to mention a couple things but i'm going to wait on that i didn't read uh volume two of sweet tooth yet but i am um, going to pick it up this week i actually had a stack of comics i picked up for matt so oh. i didn't pick up sweet tooth volume two I will uh-huh. this week, though. Um, so other than that, that was really my week. How was your week, Mark? It was good. Like you said, we went to uh, Suicide Squad on Thursday. So that was a, a good time. Uh, it's I'm starting to like I know uh, Francie and Kristen are really high on that movie theater that we went to. But I'm starting to kind of fall, fall like in love with that theater. I'm kind of like liking it, liking the smallness of it. Like, and it's like, it's almost like our own private viewing when we go, which is nice. I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of don't want to be around a bunch of people while I watch a movie anymore. I think I'm at that age now where I'm just like, I want to watch my movie. Don't make any noise. Don't, I don't want to hear. It was bad enough. I had to hear you laughing incessantly during the whole thing. Uh, Mark, you were laughing too. I know, but if I hear my laugh, that's one thing. I don't want to hear your laugh the whole time. Well then, and then you talk and then you talk. Oh boy. You do that. You do this. He's got the big gun coming out. You go, oh boy. Did I, how do you know I do it? You do it all the time. How do you know I do it? Mark, wow. you do it all the time. When something big is about to happen, you go, oh boy. Oh, I, I got to record it. I got to record it. I don't even know I do it. Yeah, you do it. You do it. Oh boy. Now, now I will not say anything ever again when I go to a movie theater. You're like, you get so into it. You were laughing. I do. It was a you good were, movie. You were laughing just like me. I know, I know. I just just pick it on you, but I uh, know it was it was a good time. It was fun to hang out with uh, Francia and and uh, Rocky and uh, Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, besides that, really didn't do anything. Like I said, we had a a, a family thing we did on Saturday for Claire's uh, grandfather who passed away during the uh, past year. So we did that on Saturday. Uh, but besides that, just kind of just yesterday, just just kind of just decompressed. Just had a, a nothing day. Just yeah. around the house. We are uh, cat sitting for uh, Sarah's cat while they're in Arizona. Yeah, we had their dog over the weekend, and uh, the dog's now at our my uh, father in law's house. 
So I was like, I can only do one of these, like two of them. It's this weekend was very great. Like a dog and a cat together. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. I can't. That's yeah. Too much. And you guys don't make anybody else watch your animals. You don't have any. So you need to get an animal. So you have to make them yeah. watch it. Well, the thing that the thing that well, I was going to ask you about this, but I forgot to ask you before the show, but I'll ask you now because it's in the show uh, and it's kind of and it's kind of informational for people. Um, their uh, litter box broke. Like right before they went away. I, I don't know what that is. Why would it break? litter box? But why would it break? It's, it's, well, it was it's, like one with a, a top on it and the latch broke on it to put the top on. So they bought oh. a new litter box, of course, like right before they went away on vacation. I have these. I have a gigantic litter. I have two, well, since we have two cat, cats, I have two litter boxes. Yes. But it's a gigantic pan with a yeah. lid that goes on top of it yeah. with a big old hole. I never yeah. take it off unless I'm changing the litter. I'm actually well, changing they, the whole litter. Yeah, that's what they were doing. They were changing when uh, somehow it broke. So they bought a new litter box, but they didn't get it until like right before they went away. So um, I have to find out, but I'm thinking they've never used this litter box. So the cat's never used this litter box before. Yeah. So the cat doesn't know where to, like, how to, like, it's lost. Like, it doesn't know where to poop. I've never had that problem. Mm, A cat will find the litter no matter what, what it's in and use it. I think it's because they didn't use any of the old litter into the new box. It shouldn't matter. Any kind of scent thing or anything. So the cat's, like, just pooping, like, everywhere. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 rewind the story. I gotta break it down here. Now, is the cat pooping? Is it in the same house? No, it's at our house. There you go. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So, if it was in its house, its house, my cat, for example, I change that litter to a new brand. I change that box to new box because after a year, I always yeah, but he went in the same location, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, the cat will find, and, and also if you. If you have a cat and you change it location, you're supposed to move it gradually. So, yeah. like, if I was going to move this from here to upstairs yeah. and it wasn't going to be down here anymore, I would maybe put it at the bottom of the steps, top of the steps for a day. So, so it knows where it is. And you could show the cat, hey, this is where it is. You put the cat in front of it. It knows. Now, you, you get... So, is that the trick? Is that all I got to do is just, like, pick no, up the no. cat and just walk it to the litter box? Be like, here's where you poop. You get, I mean, the fact is the cat's in a brand new environment. Yeah. Does it know where the cat litter is? That's the question I ask you. I don't know. Like, I don't, do I have to like walk it to it and be like, here's where your key litter is? Well, my question would be when you, when you first brought, they brought the cat over and they gave it you the litter. upstairs and hid. Okay. And then you took the litter box and put it where? In the bathroom, downstairs. And has the cat ever been in that room? I, um, when it was a kitten, when we first watched it years ago. Right now, though, this week, ha- did that cat know that litter box was there? It's wandered in there. It's just like, I don't know if it's just being obstinate. Or it's just like being a jerk and just being like, I'm just going to poop wherever I want because I, I'm angry no. that I'm not at home. Did, did you get one of those? They have those plugs. Uh, we, ha- we have one. Well, we used to use it more. But it's a it's a scent thing to calm cats down when it's in a new environment. Oh, it's not our cat. Yes, but it's in a new environment. I know, but I didn't. Why, it's why would your I... it's your floors. It's pooping on, so they should be giving you something to help it calm down and figure. It's probably smelling the dog. 
first of all, if you, you well, have it's a dog a that dog. it lives with, huh? It's a dog that it lives with. It lives with a dog. Yes. Okay, so it's not a fair dog. dog. Yeah. Okay, I thought I was smelling your old dog. No. So the cat hid. You put the litter box in the bathroom. It's never been in this environment before. They did that. I, they just came in, put the stuff down, and left. All right. So I, my only question is to you, if it's never been in that bathroom, and you are not 100% sure it's, it knows, you should pick up the cat, put it in the bathroom, and it knows. Close the door it, and make it poop in there? Well, no, but <laughs> at least you can, it can see it. And Open the litter box, toss it inside, and be like, here's where you poop. Or if the cat is afraid to leave a certain room, maybe just put the box in that room. Well, no, it roams around between the living room and the bedroom. It wanders around. It's starting to wander around the house. So I'm assuming it's, I don't know. I think it's just being a jerk because it like cries at five o'clock in the morning. and Because they probably feed it at five o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not waking up at five o'clock in the morning to feed it. That's for sure. I mean, I don't even, how long are they gone for? A week? That makes sense. Yeah, they're supposed to be home this weekend. Yeah. I, I mean, a week, to leave a cat alone for a week is a long time. I mean, we did like two two nights, and we have a automatic feeder, yeah. and yeah, we have like a water. Our neighbor's away for a couple days, and I'm like just, you know, checking on the cat today, and she comes home. Yeah, but. so I don't know. I mean, pro- how far away does she live? Couldn't you guys go to their house and check on the cat? So and there and or is it more convenient for the cat to be there? Yeah, because it's just the amount of time they didn't want to leave it in the house by itself. Yeah, I mean, my only thing is as long as the cat should. Well, they don't no. have air conditioning. Like what? they don't need the air. They don't. They didn't want to leave the air conditioning running during the week that they weren't going to be there. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. Okay, they have air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, they do. Get- but it's just like why? Yeah, they're like you yeah, have yeah. air conditioning. We'll bring the cat to you. Yeah. I mean, as long as a cat knows where the litter box is, it could just be having a hard time. But like I said, there are plug, they plug in the wall. It's like a scent. It, it, it releases uh, pheromones into the air and it kind of relaxes the cat if it's high stress because of the. What it doesn't seem to be. It's, it's got but you just told me condo. it was pooping all over the floor. Well, this morning it like pooped all over the place. But last night it was like, it's got its little kitty condo and it's like hanging out in its kitty condo and it's all happy. Oh, how many times did it poop on the floor? I don't know. Claire said it pooped on the, all over the floor this morning before she went to work. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just I, would, I didn't see it. I didn't actually like visually see it. I just like she told me when I was like half awake this morning and I was like, oh, that sucks. All right. Over went a bit. And that was the only time. Yeah, as far as I know. OK, well, maybe it was just an accident. I mean. You put an animal in a new environment, you're going to yeah. have accidents. So, yeah, it could be scared or maybe it just could. It didn't know where to go or, it, you know, is it an older cat? I don't know. No, I don't it's know. only like five years old. I think. OK, so, you know, maybe it just had a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, once in a while, you know, our cat, you, you'd find, you know, a it's turd true. on the ground. Yeah. You find a turd and, you know. You pick it up with the tissue and throw it away. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, animals. Am I right? They're crazy. Animals. We're waiting for just like the trial run for to see if we're going to get a cat. So 
that was the other reason why it's at our house is it was like let's try this out and see how it goes and well i think when you get a cat it. it's going to be a lot different because if you get a cat that's young it's going to attach itself to you and it will probably be a little bit more friendly than a stranger's cat yeah. so well, a cat you don't yeah a cat you don't see on every a day yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I definitely would like a cat that's like gonna want to hang around me, not like hide for half the day and then appear. That's a cat. I mean, my cat Fidget hides, wants to be with me, pain in my ass. And then when I'm working, he's like walking all over, you know, trying to do all that. And then when I'm on the couch and I want to be in my lap, he'll come on my lap for two seconds and then he just goes running off somewhere yeah he's like i'm out of here dude yeah so cats are very this cat's like it doesn't like it's like a nocturnal cat it feels like all cats are like around like five six o'clock that's right that's when it appears yep they sleep majority of the day stay up all night and play with it all night and it's like i want to sleep so you're out of luck cats (laughs) are sleeping during the day they take a lot of cat naps during the day and at night that's when they're probably most active yeah yeah just yeah. how it is. Um, well, that sounds like fun, Mark. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 5 a.m. wake up call, the meowing. Yeah. My life, 5, 5 30, 6. Then I finally will feed them. Today, I actually got to sleep in until, no, I fed them at six o'clock in the morning and I went back to bed and I slept until 7 15, which is the latest I've slept in weeks. Wow. I'm usually up at 6.45, 6.30. You crazy party animal. You. Oh, my God. 6.15. 7.15. I was like, wow, this is way too late. Half the day is gone. <laughs> I wasted so much time. I wasted so much time. I'm going to go sit and do nothing for the next three hours until I have to work. No, do, you know what I do? I get right to, like, once I get all my stuff done in the morning, I get right to work. Because I, I, get, I, all done. I get all my work done for the day. Early. I don't know what you guys got going on at your public access, but well, I have to program. I download shows every day. Oh, I program for the month. I program for the week. Ah, see, I do the whole month at the beginning of the month. I can't. And I we got too many surprises if I do that. Well, too I just put in the new shows as they come. No, we have meetings though, and meetings could pop up anytime. So I can't. I used to do that, but it's a yeah. pain in the ass. See, we don't have meetings. Yeah, we do. I, yeah. Oh, and last week, of risky behavior, I had my first in-person meeting. I had a couple. Yeah. Uh, How'd so that, that go? It went fine. It went and went without a hitch. It wasn't. It wasn't that. I mean, it, so you got one in for the year. So that'd be fun to put on the books. Like you did one live meeting for the year. One in-person live yeah. meeting. Yeah. It'll be the last time you see them all until next. time i feel like i feel like we're gonna do one more for this month and i bet you i have a hunch by september they're gonna be like well we're gonna go back to zoom yeah yeah so i don't know i feel like we're gonna do at least one more time this month so i'm not holding on any hope about going back into my office in september mass numbers are going up connecticut mass everybody's going up And and now they're saying each town in connecticut is saying like if you have to wear a mask inside or not and it's a stark difference last week i go to the grocery store majority of people no masks i go to i go to costco majority of the people no masks 
This week, I go to stop, uh, go to Costco, way more masks. I yeah. go to Target to get some kitty litter. Speaking of facts, yeah. oh, uh, probably ninety percent everyone had a mask on. Yeah, all the employees, and there was a very slim amount of people that masks on. So I think the mask stuff is people are doing it more because yeah, they it's know coming back. Yeah, back again. So Good I think I didn't toss away my masks after last time. I'll tell you. I got. I haven't stopped wearing mine. So, yeah, I always wore mine to the grocery store. I'd have it with me. And if it was like, I try to go in times when it's not that busy. Yeah, I go Friday morning, like later in the day or something like that. I'll go. Yeah, it's not as bad. So only if it's like, if I go down an aisle and there's a like a crowded aisle, I'll put it on. But that's about it. Well, I wear it the whole time I was there. I wouldn't take yeah. it off. Um. Anyway. Um, I got news, Mark. News? What do you got? All right, Marcus. Um, I'm a fan of this gentleman. It was very sad, uh, his passing. We still don't know why. Mm. Uh, Trevor Moore, he was a comedian and co-founder of The Whitest Kids You Know. Uh, Whitest Kids You Know, if you've never heard of them, they were a sketch comedy group on IFC. Fuse TV first back in uh, 2007. Um, back then when I had cable, the only two channels I wanted was IFC and G4. Mm. That's the only two channels I really, really loved. Yeah. And the way this kid, you know, um, I think it was produced by Lauren Michaels, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it is a sketch comedy group. Really funny. They put out a movie not that long ago called the civil war on drugs, which is really funny. It's on Amazon. And, uh, Trevor Moore, he actually, he, he reunited with the guys on their YouTube channel during COVID. They did live mm. streams. Um, he actually is a producer and comedian for, he had a Trevor Moore show on Comedy Central and he did stuff for Disney Plus, uh, Disney XD, I believe. So he passed away Friday between 10 p.m. and Friday morning. He passed away. And it, it, it says it was an accident and nobody mm-hmm. knows and they haven't reported it, which is, that's fine. Cause it's their business. Yeah. Um, he did a live Twitch stream that night, which he would do with another comedian. They would do it uh, weekly, I guess. And they did a live Twitch stream that night. His wife was out. He put the kid to bed, the, all things he mentioned on this live stream. And they stopped at 10 PM and he mm-hmm. said goodbye to everybody. And that was it. Uh, so it said it was an accident and it wasn't a car accident because he was at home unless he went out. I, I don't know. And I, if it was a car accident, they would have said. Yeah. Um, so very sad. I know the, the uh, comedy community on Twitter and social media really came out for him uh, just saying it, it just sucks that he died at 41 and he was just a really funny guy. And he had a, he has a really cool, funny uh, music videos he would make. Um he did Miss March, which would, um, which was a comedy they put out. The ways could you know, kind of like back then was like you know teen comedies and stuff. Miss March. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his buddy falls in love with a Miss March Playboy centerfold, and they have to go out and find her. And it, mm. it's a funny road trip movie. Um, so that happened during the week over the weekend, um, and then, um. I always want to talk about the box office. 
Uh, Suicide yeah. Squad uh, came in. Uh, you know, it was kind of like a low. Go uh, oh God! Now I, I have to find it. Um, it wasn't like. I think it did forty-five million overseas. So I think it did seventy-two million in total. So I did. I think it did like thirty mm. something uh, here uh, domestically, yeah. and I, it's because you know there's a stark difference. And we could talk about this, Mark, because you were there. We saw Black Widow. There yeah. was a lot more people there because it was cheaper to go to a theater than to watch than, it on than watch TV. it on Disney Plus. Yes. Also, our numbers were down at that moment. That was yes. the beginning of the summer. Now the Delta variant, everybody, everything is going higher again. You could watch it free on HBO or yeah. you go to the theater. We went to the same theater and there was less people there. I think there was probably, I think for Black Widow, I would say about 30 to 40 people. And there's about like 10, 12 people. No, at Black Widow, I'm saying. No, I'm talking about for Suicide Squad, though. Um, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the difference, I'm saying. Is oh, yeah. That, at Black Widow, we had that many. At Suicide Squad, like we said earlier, I counted 10 total. Yeah. It was us five. There was a four family in front of us. And then there's one guy sitting by himself in the very front. Yeah. And, so. I mean, I think it's a start. In the movie, it's, it's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. The reviews have been glowing so it's I just not- also think it wasn't a movie that you, I don't think, I mean, it, it, it probably suffered a tiny bit from the, didn't we already see this movie before syndrome from some people? Um, I think it could have suffered from maybe a tainted, yeah. a tainted title, yeah. but I feel like they really, really promoted James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, this yeah. is a new take, but people, I mean, I don't feel like, because other DC movies, have done better than and also DC ones. movies never usually have as big of a I'll say and, big of a pull as and it was rated R so that's yeah. that you're not bringing kids you know you're not bringing teenagers you're everybody's had to be 18 and over yeah. uh, but also hey honestly if I had the choice to watch an HBO and I don't want to go out there I yeah I'd watch on HBO if I had right. the chance yeah um, so, and I did, I watched an HBO Sunday night. Me, I, me and Allison watched it last night. Um, and I loved it just as much as I loved it the first time. Um, yeah. so there's a lot of that. It, it, I mean, it's, there's so many very, uh, variants. There's so many ver- things that, um, could cause a low box office. Um, yeah. but the box office has been low ever since Black Widow. All these movies really haven't been making a lot of money and it's getting smaller and smaller as I think the numbers go up. Yeah. Um, Also, I mean, you have so many options now of how you could watch it. So. Well, I think um, it's also based off of the thing. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people say like, Oh, that's not like a thing, but we've been to enough of these films now, the superhero films that we can probably say at this point marvel movies always have better attendance than dc movies i i don't know i don't know about that i mean i think i think marvel has a better hitting average so a batting average so yes you know going in is going to be at least good yeah that it's not going to be terrible yeah uh, so there's that. 
I, I could see that. And I think also the thing of a Marvel movie in the grand scheme of storytelling means something. Whereas a DC movie at this point doesn't mean anything. It's you, a one shot. You yeah, you mean that because there's a connection, a yeah, connected That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the grand storytelling. Yeah. Like Black Widow, not only was it in a one shot of that character, but it fell into a timeline that also then branched into another version of something. Yeah. Whereas Suicide Squad, and if you're not into Suicide Squad, there's no reason for you to see the movie. Right. If you're a DC fan, if you just like Batman or you like Superman or whatever DC character you like, unless you like Harley Quinn, there's no other characters in there that are like have a huge fan following that you're going to pull from. Right. They're going to get you into those movies. I, I, you know what? I will say what this goes perfectly with what you're talking about, Mark. I will say Suicide Squad was a kind of a fresh of breath air for me because it was not attached to anything. Like yeah, I yeah. showed Alice and I said, I, I think you're going to love a particular part of this movie, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, and I said, and it's great. I'm like, you remember the first one, right? And she goes, I sort of remember. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. You don't need to. But when it comes to Marvel movies, we're so knee deep in it that yeah. I want, I want to, sh- I'm like, oh, we should watch Black Widow. But then I'm like, oh, but she's not going to get it. We have, she still hasn't watched the second part of Endgame. Uh, um, which is good which i've I, talked about before I, I think you don't want to watch her watch endgame yeah i yeah. have her watch black widow and then have her watch endgame but also when you watch endgame there's a lot of payoffs if you haven't seen the older movies she hasn't seen it man she hasn't seen any of them. and it, your your brain hurts because you're like oh should i watch these well, it's only this? because you're a completist you have that in your system i know but it becomes so you have entangled. to have everything where i think if a regular person doesn't need to see all the ancillary movies it's like you don't need to read like if there's like a big event comic book thing coming out like empire or secret invasion you're one of those that has to read all the ancillary books to tell the stories yeah whereas a regular fan just shows up for avengers infinity war and avengers endgame and that's all they need they don't need but you know everybody who saw it we all saw all the other films oh i know but like a I would want it's like, but like a layman fan, like an like Allison, who's not into all the other characters in the movies. Yeah, doesn't need to see all those other movies. She could just see Infinity War and then watch Endgame and still get something yeah. out of it, as opposed I, to us who are into the lore and want to know all the different, like have all the different it's stories. True, but I mean, it probably is intimidating for some people who are like, oh. Uh, maybe I should watch this or that because it, it might le- it might have something that I will be but you get a, a different perspective. That's all. Yeah, it, it is though. It is nice yeah. to watch these movies are self-contained. I don't have it. I don't need to know a knowledge of anything. I kind of it was kind of nice. Yeah. I, Speaking of Marvel, Brian, yeah, this what? is a big week. What? Uh, what if starts on Wednesday? Oh, it starts this Wednesday. Yes. Okay. I, I, I thought I missed it because no, I didn't. Thursday 11th. Oh, okay. And then on Friday, the 13th, uh, we get the season finale of Bad Batch, which they've already announced the second season. Oh, I thought it ended last week. No, no it ends this. It's a two-part ending. And the first part was amazing. 
Yeah. I'm really thinking you need to get in. It's. It, I know you're not into the cartoon stuff. <laughs> I know. But this series is doing the best job I've ever seen at making you dislike the Empire. Like actually giving you a reason to dislike the Empire. Whereas the movies would just give you like, you know, the Empire is bad. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Empire is bad, Rebellion good. Yeah. That's all you need to know. When you were a kid, that's all you needed to know. But this show is giving you like the, why was the Empire bad? What did they do to make it like everyone dislike them so much? Right. They might have the cool outfits and they might have the cool bad guy with Darth Vader. But like the things that the Empire did and the deep storytelling that's going on in it, it's very well done. Uh, And also on Friday, Why the Last Man Starts on FX on Hulu. Yes, that's pretty cool. Yes. I will. I, a part of me really wants to either, because I read those a couple years ago. Um, they released a full trailer for it. I haven't watched, I'm not going to watch the trailer. It's I'm going to go jump really in. good. And I found out, and in the trailer, Diane Lane is the main uh, president. There's a president who was the main character in the book. Yeah. So I might just I'm jump excited. into it without I'm watching excited. the trailer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. So it's going to be a, we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Yeah. I get so behind. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. What other news. Hey. Any other news you got from this week? No. That was it. Anything? Any? Uh, I know Venom dropped the new trailer. Venom I dropped a new trailer. You see uh, uh, Carnage. Oh, another show that comes back this week uh, on Thursday. Uh, the new season of Titans, which I'm into. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch it's on the HBO Max. Teen Titans. Yeah, well, it's just Titans. It's an adult version of Teen Titans. They're all 18. Well, they're older. Yeah. 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 Uh, and also they announced Doom Patrol is coming back, too, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Which I think is also this, which is in September, I think. Uh, I don't know if you saw this a couple hours ago on uh, IGN. Uh, they put out an article. We've gotten our best ever look at a canceled Duke Nukem game. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't read the article yet, but I'm like, what else is new? I mean, Duke Nukem, there's there's just so many article, so many games that that, that poor Duke has been part of that has been canceled. Yeah. I mean, we got the shitty one that came out in 2013, I think it was. That's the one with the boob wall? Huh? Is that the game with the boob wall? Boob wall? It had a wall of boobs. Yes, yes. There's always boobs involved with Duke Nukem. Oh, I thought that was like a big thing. I remember you was like talking about like... Yeah. There's alien boobs. Laughing hysterically about it. Yeah. And that game was canceled for over... I think it was like 10 years. It finally came out and it was... A hot pile of garbage, but it was. Yeah. I still bought it and played it, and it was all right. It it was a pain in the ass to beat. Um, speaking of games, I am in probably fifty percent in Mass Effect One. My God, well, I am so. I am in love with this game. Well, you I know what, Brian? That's a good lead into the other thing I was going to talk about. Uh, IGN also an hour ago put out their eight absolute best video game deals this August. 
All right, we don't need to read IGN articles. This is good. This is good. Uh, well, we should do Suicide Coming out this squad. month, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. I know you're into the Spider-Man game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good game. Uh, and then it's deals. A... It's just deal. Who cares? It's just sales. Oh, I, just, I don't know if there was a thing that you were into. No. And Mass it's... Effect's Legendary Edition. Is that the one you got? Yeah. But man, oh, man. That's all three games? Yes, yes. Cool. It is good. It is like play. I mean, there's a lot of choices and talking and a lot of action, but like yeah. the story is just so good. Um, anyway, Mark, we should get into Suicide Squad's review. Yes. Um, we went to Agawam. Of course, we talked about that. It was a yes. great time. Yes. Um, I overall, let's get into this. And overall, overall for me personally, I liked going in there. I saw one trailer. I didn't know who the main villain was going to be. I liked how it took, it took a different direction on, on the, the cliches. And yeah. I think it was a very well-written, well-directed, had a great soundtrack and it was very original and it didn't feel the same old, same old. And well, I mean, yeah. you know what else I'll throw in there real quick. Cause speaking of how it felt, you know what it felt like? What? I like a Marvel movie. Yeah. It felt more polished than DC movie. It felt it, more. It didn't feel like uh, a Marvel movie to me. More laid back than a normal than DC movie. It felt more polished than a DC movie. Yeah, but it just felt more. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie at all. Like I'm I, just saying, it felt better than a regular DC movie does. The head. Um, I would, for me personally, I we watched it again. I watched it again on Sunday. The reason I say because a Marvel movie somewhat has a formula and even like this was better than Black Widow. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I felt like this, there was chances. It was R-rated. It was hyper-violent. It could yeah. be, they could say the F-bomb. They could, yeah. they could have... Talk about um, a beach full of dicks. Yeah, they could have their character have sex with another character. Yeah. Um, like they could take chances they the chances were taken and to me that's on a mar really wasn't a, a it didn't have a marvel feel it had like an r if you took suicide squad and you took the word dc comics out of there um it could just be what like tropical thunder you know it was like or tropic a, thunder whichever you prefer tropical thunder or tropical you said tropical thunder which is not might be a your porn name but uh your tropical, name, maybe. tropical tropic thunder you're it, a, Terrible wrestler name. It Coming to the ring, Tropical Thunder. Thunder. Um, it, it was a movie that took chances and it paid off. Um, so I kind of, I compare it to a movie like that, an R-rated comedy, action comedy. I think the thing that, we it, the thing that I got out of it first was that as opposed, well, because as you would, I compared it to the the first Suicide Squad. Oh, you have to because it's yeah. the same exact. It's the same movie, it's not the same sequel. movie. It's the sequel. same characters. Yeah, it's a reboot sequel. It's a weird way of saying it, but it's it was. not a reboot. I mean, because they, they, you have Amanda Waller, and then you have the, the characters still in there. It seemed like they back. killed off everyone they, that was useless from the first movies. Kind of. Yeah. They kind of just like cleared the slate to restart a new franchise right uh except for uh 
Harley Quinn, who you have to keep because she's Harley Quinn. You can't kill um, Harley Quinn. I guess, yeah, whatever. But um, the thing with this movie compared to the first one was this movie let the jokes land. There was no jokes in the first one. <laughs> That's the thing. They tried them, but they weren't they weren't jokes. Oh, they were so. It was mad. just they didn't work. No, this the, movie like they felt like there was a chemistry between the characters. It actually felt like there was like an actual, like, you actually cared if something happened to the main characters. Yeah, I, in the first one you're like, just blow their heads off already, just kill these people. Spoilers. I don't want any of them here. Spoilers. When Rick Flag, spoilers. When Rick Flag does die, I yeah. was pissed off. I yeah. was just like. John Cena's character, I hated him so much after. I hated him to. more. Yeah. Because um, he was actually the villain of the movie. Slightly. There was, he was actually the real big bad. He wasn't real big bad. After you go through the whole movie, he was like the real like bad guy of the movie. Starfish was the real big bad. Well, Starro was just a Starro. captured alien. Yeah, but I mean, that's... And big. forced to like do what it didn't want to do. I mean... It was a captive. John Cena's character was someone that basically, if the team didn't go along with the plan, he was the guy that's going to be like, well, I'll take you all out because that's Which the was plan. flag in the first movie, so it kind of was like an interesting turn. Yeah. Um, I Like, also, this movie, the characters, like Harley, she's Harley, so she can be quippy, but the people that are not normally quippy, they're not. The only time you had this butting head was between Elgis Alba and John Cena's characters yeah. because they had different philosophies. So they're, they're yeah. trying to one up each other when they're, they're killing people. And yeah. it wasn't, it was played for last, but they're playing against each other. And it wasn't like wink, sides wink. of a coin. Yeah. So to speak, they weren't like just yeah. doing it just to do it. Like in um, the first movie, like people just did things to do things in the first movie. Yeah. Like this part, like there was actually like an, a reason for it. Yeah. And when like they did that scene and then at the end come to find out they were all peacekeepers and they didn't, they weren't, they couldn't have, probably shouldn't have killed all those people. Yeah. yeah. It actually meant more than just like, as opposed to, oh, let's just kill a bunch of people. Or kill a bunch of people. In, the, in, in the trailer of the original Su- Suicide Squad movie, you had Harley Quinn break a window, bend over so he can look at her ass and she yeah. takes shoes out and she makes a quip and that's the scene. And then when it played out in the theater, when I saw that, it was so cringy. Yeah. It was just, it landed flat. And it was just like a way just to have her bend over. That was the entire joke. And it wasn't that funny. This time around, you didn't need that. You don't need that. She was badass the way she was. And, and I think the only, thing, the only thing I wasn't a fan of with the Harley Quinn stuff um is i think the how good idris elba is as an actor and he made you actually like care about a a villain a dc villain which is a throwaway villain basically blood sport i mean yeah why who cares yeah but Um, he was so good he was so good that i actually started to get like annoyed that harley quinn was in the movie i was like Ah, the accent starting to get a little grating. It wasn't. She wasn't in it that it much, was just, though. But I know. But it was just kind of like when she would come up and she'd do the the terrible New York accent she has. I don't think it's that terrible. I just. I don't know. I just. I wasn't a fan of it. I. Think, I mean. I mean. I. I'm opposite. It's a small. It's a small thing. It was. It wasn't even like 
like angry to the point of god this is terrible just like oh that accent uh. like for me they downplayed her which was nice she wasn't yeah. obnoxious at all for me anyway i thought she was perfect i thought they didn't overplay her and they didn't like underutilize her she was a key component but they they i don't know uh, why, why why is she invulnerable when did that happen they're all invulnerable i mean look at king shark i mean well, king shark is invulnerable that's his power yeah but look half of them and she she was with them Did she would just like like walk through like people are shooting all over the place like she's watch she's fighting stormtroopers basically like no one could actually hit a target there's a lot of bullets shot at her and not one of them hit her not really though and what scene and she's walking through the base there is they're like nobody got kills a- the main guy Nobody got a, a, a shot on her. She, when I rewatched it, she just, they all were running towards her and she let all the shots out. There was no shots by them. There was, was a great, sense. there was a great fight scene, which I think was awesome in the jail cell when she was getting out. Um, mm. But like she had two gigantic guns and as they were coming towards her, she just unleashed. Um, so, I, there was no guns fired at her at all in that scene. Maybe just it's just the way it was shot. It, I it was awesome. There was bullets, but maybe there wasn't. But there was happened. no bullets against her. Um, no. They're all. I mean, it's a superhero movie, Mark. I know. It was just kind of. Yeah. You ever care? Kinda... Your hero made it out. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also think James Gunn is good at writing an ensemble cast and letting everybody have time yeah, to breathe. giving there enough time. Because the other Suicide Squad, you, it was just Will Smith, the Will Smith show, and... And the Margot Robbie show, yeah. Yeah. Um, in this one, everybody had... Even the ancillary characters. Had their own time, yeah. It was yeah. great. Um, so, and I think the girl, uh, Ratcatcher 2, was the heart and soul of this film. Well, she yeah, really she was, was the underdog the character of this film. That she was the... The real superhero that no one knew was a superhero. She was great. I mean, this movie for me. How much Allison liked Ratcatcher too? She she thought it was adorable. We actually had our rat Lilu out, and Lilu watched it with us. Did you you get him a little little plaid vest to put on to look like? uh, No, yeah, back yeah, backpack, little backpack. Yeah, like Sebastian. Yeah, Um, it's funny because in the credits, Sebastian's real name is Jaws. There you go. Which is funny because they actually use a real rat. It was, they, it was oh, yeah. CG, I mean, but I mean, there, there was too many of them not do CG. I mean, yeah. Um, we're going to find millions of rats that you can coordinate like that. Yeah. I thought Sylvester Stallone was great as, uh, uh, what's his face? Why, why does it say t- Shark Tank? King Shark? King Shark. He was great as, as King Shark, I thought. Yeah. Is that Sylvester Stallone? That was Sylvester Stallone. Wow. Didn't even know. Yeah. Um, I also like the beginning scene. Makes more sense, though. Now the voice makes more sense. The beginning scene, I think, was great because it made you not well, know like what it was, was like going the, on. Well, the thing was, it kind of like... It was a great way to like get the original movie out of the way, kind of. Yeah. Because you had uh, Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, the remaining members from the first team. Yeah. Then they threw in other characters. Weasel and Weasel you know, and uh, Pete Davidson's character. All Black these characters. Guard. 
you never heard of. Black Guard actually was in uh, the first episode, the first issue of uh, Booster Gold. Random fact. Um, TDK, yeah. Javelin. Yeah, it was great. And it set expectations. Because it uh, showed... Micah Rooker. It showed uh, we're going to take a big left turn here. Yeah. Because you're walking it, and it was Squad B. Mongal, who was in there for 10 minutes. Who? Mongal. Oh, the alien person? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I love that opening scene. The opening scene was great. Yeah. Um, but I thought I thought the action was just great. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I gush about this movie because I don't know. It was a great adaptation. If you read Suicide Squad, I have I, the ones I've read. It just matches yeah, that. Tone. It felt very much like a Suicide comic book. Yeah, it, it was did. like it was like he basically took a story out of the Suicide Squad comic books and just shot for shot made a movie out of it. That was one thing to do well. And uh, I think Amanda Waller in this one was better than Amanda Waller in the first one. The you writing know, of her character was way better. Like, it was more... Intense. Not Very only intense. intense, but more, like, uncaring. Like, in the first movie, she kind of, like, was a little bit caring about the people in the Suicide Squad and was not as... Not, like, a much more, but in this one, she was more like, you don't follow my rules, I'm blowing you up. Dude. All I have to say is, when Anderson, uh, is it, it, how do you say Idris Elba? Idris, Idris. Yes. Okay. When him and her are on screen in the beginning. Yeah. The acting between the two was. It's, you can't, I mean, there's always, I mean, there's a different level. It was was amazing. Intense. In that part of the movie. Thank you for bringing it up. You see in that part of the movie that there's like acting. And then there's acting. Yeah. And Idris Elba is an actor. Like, he yeah. doesn't matter what he's doing. Yeah. He could read you the phone book, and it's going to be the best reading of the phone book you've ever heard, ever. When he's yelling at his daughter. Oh, yeah. Like, it yeah. was awesome. Like, yeah. that scene is just like, I don't know. There's something about it. And they took that scene. If you go back to the original Suicide Squad. It's the same story. But different. But better. Way it's better. not much different. It's no. not much different. Yeah, but it it changed. It it went left when you thought it'd go right. A different level of acting from you, Will Smith. You had Will level. Smith as one who's his daughter. This yeah. is someone who doesn't want his daughter. He doesn't give a shit about his daughter, but doesn't want the daughter to go to prison. Yeah, that was really like Amanda Waller's. Yeah. Like, if you don't work with me, she's going to prison, and she's coming here. Yeah, it was the old. I don't care what happens to me but you're not doing it to her. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And it was so well done. And it was, it told you that story in less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Where I think the other one took almost 45 minutes. to. Get well, it's to also, I think the difference in this movie was just, you actually had people that could act. Mm. Yep. And what, what good writing with good acting <clears throat> happens. Like that's what happens. Yeah. Like even Peter Capaldi's character, not a huge part of the movie. He's great. Just because it's him, he makes it so much better. Oh my God. He was like, he was literally like a mini boss in the movie. And he did such a good job at it that you actually were like, it felt like an important part of the movie. You know, Mark, you make a great point though. This movie 
was set up in a it felt video gamey like that because there were here's a mini yeah. boss here's a, a slightly bigger boss here's someone a little bit bigger and the big and one at the, the end big box and that was kind of cool you're, which you're the one kinda... thing i did the one thing with the starro thing which we talked about with john after the fact and he knows a little bit about Starro, but I know Starro from Rocky, Mr. Gold and stuff. And Rocky knows about him too. Yeah, John didn't know anything. About no, John him. didn't know as much, but he kind of figured out the whole scenario of it. But the one thing I wish they had done and they could have done a little bit more of was uh, explain Starro more, which I mean, they could do in another movie down the road. What was there left? I mean, they explained it pretty well. Starro's character. Like Rocky said, like it, it, there's actually a a mind behind just a big star. Yeah, but I mean, that shoots stars out and jumps on people's faces. Yeah, it and then like it. If you really look at the movie, and I you watched it a second time, but I got it the first time, is that Starro isn't doing what he did, or it did because it just wants to. It's doing it as revenge for being trapped and held captive for all that time frame. They explain that. They say it's because it was captured. And like we, the United States brought, shouldn't. Well, they did it that way. They went like that thing. Like it's, they they explain, but they don't like, yeah. Like it kind of like just, Starro just is just the big bad to kill at the end. Well, there's no like why Starro. They explain like what could happen if Starro, like you know. Well, they captured it. They had the film footage of him laying out the little things out of his armpit, attach yeah. himself to the people, he, and then Peter Capaldi, uh, mastermind, um, thinker, thinker. He explains. Not as difficult of a name. He he explains. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta get deep that one. Yeah. Thinker. He has. He explains what it's doing and why it's doing it because. Yeah. He goes, I'm the one who can control it because America I just think like I think like, have brought this, it yes, I just feel like I feel like it was like King Kong. The Star of character in the comic like books, Kong. like you feel for it after a while. Like you feel bad that it's like it doesn't want to be doing what it's doing, but it's it's been brought to this place and it just has to like this is how it's gotta survive. There's no other way for it to live. Yeah. So I think that's like bringing in the prior knowledge, I think is what affected, like made me think that, but oh, yeah, I, it did I do a good it... job. They did do a good job of explaining why it's there and all that with the, the spacecraft and all that stuff and everything. Yeah. I, I but it's a King Kong. Even the scenario. fact that they did the uh, murder room where they have all the different people, like half a body, like hanging. That's cool. Thing, and the star, like pulled off the person's face with like one tendril hanging into their face. Yeah. To see how it connects and everything. Yeah, they're studying it, trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. He was studying it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. Um, and then. But he had a very, very uh, a positive kill there. I was very satisfied with his ending. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't want to ruin too much. I mean, I know we ruined some big. We ruined pretty much but, the whole movie at this point. Yeah, but, I mean, the fact that they set up the Peacemaker TV show. Now, I'm not sure if they're setting up for that show or if it's just like for future Suicide Squad movies. I'm going to bring this up to you, Mark. Let's let's talk about the stinger at the end, because to me. And I was on Reddit looking at whether people now 
rave reviews for the movie. People loved it. I didn't see one bad thing said about it. Mm. But, but, here's the but. It's a stinger for The Peacemaker. A lot of people were like, I hated The Peacemaker so much in this movie. Why? It makes me not want to watch a show about him. And I yeah. kind of see that. Yeah. Right? What do you think? I mean, it did a good job of us hating him. Why am I going to watch a show gonna... about him? I think the only way they could do it now is if it is a prequel. It couldn't be a sequel. But to, it to is going to be a sequel because at the end, he's it, they they got him. And, and then the woman goes, the guy goes, well, this is payback for what we did to Amanda Waller. Yeah. He put us on assignment. And then the, the nurse goes, but why? Yeah. And, and the woman, the other agent goes. Because he has to save the world. He has to save the world. So to me, that's setting up the show. Yeah. So in that case, I think they'd have to. I don't know how like a reprogramming. He's just a dick. And he like, why were we going to root for him? Why? Well, you that's know? what the show's going to be about. Is you're going to turn him from the dick to a hero. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to do something where they make it. So he's not killing just everybody because yeah. he's just like, I will kill women. I will kill children. I don't yeah. care. And I, I think, think it's going to be a redemption story. I think it has to be. Yeah, to make it something someone will watch. You have to do it where you're going to turn him to something. You can't just have him be a bad guy the whole time and be that character on his own. It could be them trying to control him and telling them you need to you need to cut it back. You can't be doing this. You know. Well, that's what I'm thinking. There has to be some kind of like either mind programming or something. Yeah. That does, so or just like he like. I don't want to see seize the air of his ways, so to speak, but yeah, but be some kind of character building, a la a Loki kind of like not right. in that vein, but like senses his mortality kind yeah. of thing, and like I can't keep doing what I'm doing, or or maybe it's just a twelve episode show about him being a dick for twelve episodes. It could be, and it could be about that team trying to control him and yeah. saying like, and him maybe at the end learning. Uh, to be a better person. Or just gets killed by re- by a returning Colonel Flag. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I that I could have done without the stinger. I'm sure that was something that he had to they put had to in. Throw in once they announced the show happening. Right. There was yeah. probably you we got it. We're gonna put this in because we're gonna lead to the show. Yeah. It's gonna be a hard sell. I will see how I, I, I'm interested to see the first trailer to that show. Honestly, yeah. I am. I want to see what they're going to give us, you know. Because oh, it'll be the first show about a villain as opposed to a show about a hero. Yeah. And he's a villain. We have to remember that. But like why a should villain, we... As opposed to like Loki, who was like a quasi villain. Right. He's a trickster. Loki. Well, is by trickster. the time Loki got his show, he had somewhat started. He redeemed his himself. He yeah. started redeeming himself already. So it wasn't like he was full Loki. It wasn't like Loki from Avengers Loki, where he was a full bad guy. Yeah. It was Loki from Endgame, where he had sacrificed himself to save Thor. And also, Loki didn't murder innocent people. Well. No. I mean, not on screen. I don't think he, he did. He didn't gloat about it. I don't think he murdered kids. No. Well, he led to the destruction of Asgard. What, in uh, Thor? 
the last yeah. Thor movie. That wasn't yeah. him. He was against that. Yeah, that but I mean, he didn't like. He wasn't like. He didn't he, help with things. He didn't help, but at the same time, he, he sent the the guy to the the big robot thing that had the the beam eyes that blew up a bunch of buildings and houses and stuff up and tried taking over the world. That was the first Avengers, but but that was those were the oh. aliens that came down. Yeah, um, but that was he brought them. I know. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's not <laughs> there's like, a stark difference between the two yes, characters. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, it's just yeah, just he didn't like gloat about it. Right, right. Whereas Priestmaker is like, yeah, I have no problems if it means saving liberty, then I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, Mark, for me, what, what this movie to me after my second viewing, I, it's definitely a buy. I'm definitely gonna buy this movie when it comes out. Yeah. For me, it's a, a ten out of ten, baby. I I you're have, very generous with your tens. I am. I am. <laughs> you're very generous. I loved it. I loved you, it. You are just pleased with everything nowadays. I, I, you know what? I, I said to Allison one time, I said to her, I said to her, have to go lucky, it. Brian. I said, I said, I, I know I, I have a tendency to like a lot of things and I'm fine with that. So you do. You've, you're not very critical on much. I can be. You like what you likes. I like what I likes. And for me, this was um, for out of the DCU ethos the best dcu movie well, i mean hands that's like, down um uh, that's for, like saying it's the best meal on the golden crown menu right for our, much. for a comic book movie that stands Man, on its own that that domino's pizza that i just had was the best domino's pizza i've ever had i know listen, listen uh a movie that stands on its own that's a comic book movie i think mm. it, it it did its job and did it very well so i for me it's a 10 out of 10 it's He's probably one of my never bought from Payless. It's probably it's one of my favorite. It, was, it goes up there. It was it it I had the same feeling after seeing Guardians or Deadpool. Well, I mean that makes sense because it's the same director. I so. know, but even Deadpool, I walked out of that going, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. They did something different. Yeah. Uh Guardians, they did they tried to do something different. Here yeah. they did something really different. So I I for me, I really liked it. I would highly recommend it. And it's um a 10 out of 10. Well, the one thing that this does show, speaking of Deadpool, is that a Marvel can make an R-rated comic book movie. We don't know that yet. Well, if this guy is a Marvel director, and they had another Marvel director in the movie as well, as a character, actually, yeah, but Tiki showed up. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you can make it work. Well, Deadpool 3 is probably going to be the first R-rated Marvel movie. Yes. Um, yeah. Because they already now they said that they're going to allow that for Deadpool yeah. to be R-rated. So I trust that Ryan Reynolds and company will do a great yeah. job. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give it because I'm not as generous as you are and just flowers and rainbows, unicorns dancing around, I, yeah. doing the crip walk across the, the land. Uh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Wow. Uh, it wasn't the the greatest comic movie you ever saw. It was, like you said, the best DC movie, which, like I said earlier, is like, these are the best pair of Payless shoes I ever bought. What's wrong with uh, Payless? Well, it's out of business. 
but besides that um yeah it's it's yeah i mean yeah it's it, it wasn't the greatest movie ever well obviously in, in the ethos out of comic book movies there's better movies but well, like i said earlier too it also depends upon like we talked about with the peacemaker show and how the movie ends before the peacemaker part happens and how the movie ends with them like going away or whatever that's a great uh, ending i mean yeah. i don't I have no qualms it'd be interesting it would it's i'm not going to give it a full like nine or ten because where where does this go now what happens next? It doesn't have to because it's a, a one and done. Well, I know. There's no. But he's already hired on for another DC movie, supposedly. But we don't know what it is. And is it, is it another Suicide Squad movie? Is it Suicide Squad 2? Is it something I, else? I hope it is. But I don't uh, think it should matter because uh, well, you I base do. your rating on one, what you saw. You just base your rating on what you saw. That's it. I did. Eight okay. out of 10. All right. But you're. But you I also saying... would like to know if there's anything that, like, like this does connect to the Peacemaker show. Of course it will. We saw the story. So, I know. So I'm saying I don't like, I don't know. Peacemaker I'm will be all like, on its own. Yeah. And it'll be written and directed by someone completely different. I know. We don't know I where know. that's going to go. So. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like you said, like we talked about it, it was funny. It had its laughs and everything, but it just wasn't, you know, it's not end game or anything like that so it doesn't get the high high rating for me well yeah nothing will ever be like end game yeah well for you everything's a 10 now so i know <laughs> <laughs> every episode of loki was a 10 you didn't even like give it a chance to get to a 10 well what i felt for me that was my favorite mcu show by I, I, everyone knows because everything was a 10 like wandavision my oh, rating yeah, started low you get a Everything what? you eat now is a ten. Everything. division was, was like I was like giving like sevens and eight. Every I was so bored in the beginning, and it, it it got better as it went. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I I like, been stuck in your house for too long. Everything's sunshine and rainbows. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Um, well, then why are we rating things if you're just gonna keep everything a ten? Because one day I'll. How do we know basis for what your rating system is? If you give everything a 10, I didn't, I don't there's give no difference in how things are. I don't give everything a 10. I didn't give Black Widow a 10. I didn't give WandaVision a 10. It earned a 10 near the end, but that took a while for me. Uh, straight 10s for Loki. That was it. Straight 10s for Loki. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was gonna give ten for Loki's for the whole season just because I like it. I did. I really like that show. I was I'm gonna give it a chance to build up to a ten, and like warrant a ten. I'm because just gonna give I'm, it a ten out the gate. I based on what I saw. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna hold out for something better. I'm gonna give you what I saw. I'm less cynical in your old age is what you're saying. I can be cynical when it comes to certain things, but when it comes to just enjoying media, I try not to be. It's hard. Notice. I try not. You've to noticed. Be. I mean, I get cynical here. I, I tell you, I'll tell you when I get cynical. I get cynical when you there's this constant barrage of information that's false comes out that people just make up because they want clicks, 
and then everybody just takes it. But you can't value. warn. You can't put that on the 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 product at the end. I get oh, cynical. I I have a cynic view because I'm like, listen, until the studio says something, I don't believe it. And people are like, did you hear? Did you hear? No, it's fake. That's because John Francia reads every it's one of those just, articles. It's and not takes just it him. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And sometimes I get fooled by it too. But I now I just go, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. So that's the only time I get really cynical is when it comes to uh, Hollywood media. Getting media from these web pages that are like, my cousin's dog barked and it said that... Uh, Daredevil's gonna be on the new uh, Spider-Man movie, and it's gonna be played by the Netflix guy. Yeah. It's not those Netflix. It's just like a, a part of me is just like, get over the Netflix MCU people. They're done. Get over it. Get over it. They're not coming. Well, you say back. that, and then like they do things like bring back uh, Molina yeah. for the Spider-Man and Jimmy Fox as Electro. Yes. So it's like they, people think there's a possibility that they could bring back other characters. I know. I mean, the, and the they, one thing that's going to happen now is you're going to get 99,000 of these things now because now that they've opened the multiverse door. I know. I know. Every person who's ever been in anything Marvel related is now open to conjecture and plausibility. Yeah. But I just feel that these characters are going to come back eventually in the MCU but yeah. will be played by much younger people. Um, and they're not going to be Charlie Cox. They're not going to be... Well, that's where the fun thing now is like when they do next year and this year, they have uh, Seinfeld's going to Steinfeld's gonna take over for uh, Jimmy Renner as Hawkeye. When you start getting the new people taking over the older characters, like how is that going to translate? Like how is the fandom going to accept those new people oh i mean they are we're, we're slowly you know there's a there. good portion of the fan base that's like i'm not gonna watch iron man if it's not a robert Downey jr i'm not a fan of uh what's his face as captain america i want chris evans back and don't watch it that's what my opinion is. i'm just saying there's gonna be that too but speaking of which do we think we're gonna get do you think we'll get a uh i know you won't watch it but what do you think the possibility of getting a uh, Spider-Man trailer anytime soon? Let's get close. It's it's kind of crazy that it's this far in, this late in the game and we haven't seen hide nor uh, air of a Spider-Man trailer. I agree with you. Uh, before we end the show, I, I really think some of these movies might get pushed. I don't know. Spider-Man is not going to be digital only it's going to, it has to be contractually it's going to be in the theater so if the numbers keep well, going Sony, higher, they don't have a way of doing it digitally also no i know but if you go back to the Scarlett johansson thing these movies were in contract to be in the theater so these movies are well, the difference with that too is like it was a marvel made movie so disney has the rights to throw it to the plus right but Spider-Man will want. get pushed. But Spider-Man, on the other hand, they can't because it's not a Disney-made movie. But these big movies, tentpole movies, if they if the numbers go up and theaters start closing or people aren't going out, I could see them saying, "Okay, we're going to move it to February or something like that." You yeah, know? I don't know. I think it's this point. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. At this point, like Eternals, it's going to have to come out. Well, the next one is, is, is it Shang? 
Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Is that next? That's next. That's in yes, September. It comes out September something. I want to say so, September 13th. If the numbers up. are bad, I will probably just buck up and watch it on Disney+. Plus. Shang-Chi comes out September 3rd. Oh, wow. That's very soon. That's like in four that's weeks. very, very soon. Yeah, I don't know. My birthday. Or if I go to the theater, I'll probably <sighs> just wear a mask the whole time. And then Eternals is November 5th. Yeah. Man, I don't know about these two. I might not. I might just watch them. That's the difference watch. between the these the Shang-Chi and Eternals movies. And why everyone's like, well, how come we haven't gotten a Spider-Man yet? It's because those other two movies are made by uh Marvel and uh, Disney, Spider-Man, not. So they're not as uh, like Disney can't push them to put a trailer out. I'm sure the trailer will be coming out soon, but Spider-Man's not until what? November, December, December, December 17th. Oh, so we could get one in September. Well, I that's got... the thing is I think people are saying it's going to be on the front of Shang-Chi. Could be. Which makes sense. But they usually release it online, so. Well, I know, but I mean, they could, like, I think that's going to be the first time you'll see it in a theater. Could the be. trailer will be on the front of that, because that's usually how they would promote. Like, Eternals yeah. will be on that as well. There'll be an Eternals trailer on there. And... I don't know. I don't know. It's weird to see, like, like, no real, like, trailers on the front of Suicide Squad. There was, like, nothing that was, like, oh, cool. Yeah. It was very unattached. I and, liked it. The movie started the very quick. It's great. Yeah. Well, it's also being in a smaller theater, too. They don't have to pump out the trailers like the other ones do. It's so nice not to watch 20 minutes worth of trailers. I'll tell Mila, you that. Or, or what's her name? Uh, Maria Menounos or whatever. You'll have to hear that for half an hour beforehand. <laughs> I know. The movie actually started at 7, like, Here's an hour of commercials before the movie happens. It was great. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I love it. Um, uh, anyway, Mark, that's our show. It is. We got anything? Uh, we should wrap it up. It's gone on long enough. Yes. We've, we've taken it. I will throw out there, don't forget, on uh, August 29th, CliffsCon at the Plainville VFW, $1 to get in, 10 to 3. Uh, for uh, Early Bird, which gets you in at 9 o'clock, it's $5 to get in. It'll be a little concession stand. Uh, they do have the grill going. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Well, August remind 29th. me, I, I might go, I'll, I'll, I'll mask up and go, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know. You think, is that, ma- must be masks required at this point. I, I Yes, I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. It's at a VFW, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're in the hot zone. Anfield's in yeah. one of the uh, higher risk areas. Yes. As of it this is. week. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 2021 is looking like the beginning of 2020. Yes. Um, all right, Mark. We'll be back next week. We got a lot to talk about next There'll week. Be a lot. There'll be a lot going on. We'll be talking about the uh, DB episodes of What If, uh, Why yeah. the Last Man, the finale for Bad Batch, and so much more. So much more. All right. Stay tuned for it all. We'll be back next week. Everyone be safe and see you later. you are